Well, as we've seen the last couple of weeks, uh, infrastructure matters, and uh, I want to just compliment the staff for the preparation for the work they've done. Uh, otherwise, our situation might have been far worse. The capital budget and the capital improvement plan uh, reflect our investments in the future of our community. Uh, as we can see from past and past budgets and, and the one that we're dealing with here. Uh, a couple of things I want to highlight. First, it's been an ongoing struggle to keep the debt service at a reasonable proportion of the total operating budget. I've done my best, despite the fact that the City Council has little discipline in this area, and I expect this to be a very contentious uh, budget again this year. And the needs in certain areas, particularly pertaining to social services and making life better, for citizens who don't have access to libraries and community services is critical. It's also critical that we recognize that there's a difference between needs and wants. And certainly, there are projects depending upon the service area and the timing of development in the area should be phased in rather than getting immediate attention. Services cannot be extended to everyone in an instant. Major facility projects must have a comprehensive plan and have clearly defined scopes and costs. Once a projected plan is completed, high-priority facility projects can be funded on a timetable basis as needed. Now, a couple of things I want to highlight here. First, in regards to infrastructure questions created by the recent rains and storms, those items will be handled separately as we find out what kind of funding we're eligible for in regards to federal and or state assistance. It will take many months to figure out what our long-term needs are in response to 500-year rains. And then we will obviously have to either amend this year's budget or include changes for the 2020 budget. In any case, it will disrupt uh, part of the long-term capital improvement plan. Uh, any questions? elaborate more on um, the item that you included in the budget about um, uh, talking about 
uh, funding for scoping rather than including the construction funds in the budget and why you think that is an appropriate way to sort of plan for those major projects? Well, our appetite is always bigger than our ability to consume. And one of the things we've seen in recent decade is that up to 20 to 35 percent of capital budget items are not completed in any given year. In addition, it doesn't seem appropriate to me to schedule items for construction when we don't fully understand the scope of the project. So from a standpoint of being realistic and from the standpoint of recognizing the excessive debt service that we've got, I'd suggest that we make sure that we know the scope of projects before we, uh, before we adopt them. That means the long-term budget implications and that we understand uh, our capacity uh, to, to absorb more debt. Next year's operating budget has not yet completed, but it has uh, locked in a great number of costs created by capital budget decisions made over the last two to three years. So the budget as it stands now does not really respond at all to the flooding. Is that the way I understand it? The flooding occurred two weeks ago. This budget was prepared a month ago. So the uh, McKenna Boulevard flood mediation that was planned long in advance than what actually happened? Uh, I don't have the detail budget in front of me. Um, There's $6.1 million allocated for citywide flood mitigation of McKenna. I don't have the details in front of me. Can somebody get me a hard copy of the budget, please? So we've got flood mitigation here for a number of projects, one of which is McKenna. This was prepared before the flooding occurred. It's in the budget. It is most likely we will take another review of it prior to adoption just to ensure that these proposed plans address uh, the most severe situation that we had two weeks ago. So we'll be pushing really hard for additional um, additional work to be done, especially in the hard-hit flood areas downtown. We're all going to be pushing for responses as best we can in, in regards to the flooding. Uh, I would simply caution we better know what we're doing. Keep in mind that there's areas that are seeing flooding that have never encountered it before. Money allocated for, for flooding projects on McKenna. Is there other streets as well? Uh, we're dealing with a, uh, a pond. 
which we're hoping will divert runoff in the Milwaukee Street area. Um, and then there's simply allocations for a number of smaller improvements around the city. These were all prepared prior to mid-August. So what changes do you think could be made? To this budget, not much. You, you, you can't just throw money at something. You have to have a plan. It has to be engineering and so on. It's going to take three to six months after this event is over to do a complete comprehensive evaluation. There may be areas where because of the design and the original configuration of the city, we can't solve a problem. The topography and these record rains may be insurmountable. We've got to remember that much of the isthmus was a swamp when Judge Doty bribed the territorial legislature to locate the Capitol and the university here. A lot of our isthmus properties and properties along the lakes have fill. And if we were to have done today what they did 150 years ago, we would have done a better job of filling if, if we would allow development at these locations. And that's the problem in the area specifically around the isthmus and along part of the shorelines of, of Lake Monona and Brittingham Bay. Uh, one of the things we did in recent years for new developments in that area is we required that the buildings be constructed at a higher level elevation. And while that was at an additional cost to these developers, I would assume that they're grateful for the professional engineering that was demanded by city staff before we issued construction permits. And my guess is that uh, all new construction will continue to get that guy, I'm guessing it, I know that all new construction will get that kind of vigilant review. Um, part of this is an issue of lake levels, and we'll get to that discussion uh, once we get past the present difficulties. That's, that's something that's got little to do with our capital budget. Now, I am unfamiliar with the... Um with the earmark of the state and federal funds that may be coming in due to these floodings, can some of those funds go towards the revamping um, of storm sewer? No. Okay. No, the, the, well, it depends what kind of federal funds are, are released. Most of the funds, if we qualify, most of the funds will be designated to deal with specific damage to properties private properties and public areas. There may be separate federal programming of various kinds of relief, including tax credits, that can be used universally. But right now we're only focused on, on the first area, 
which is collecting and inventorying all of the data related to the storm damage uh, to see if we can qualify for both uh, uh, improvements to damaged public property as well as to private uh, homes and businesses. So effects of um, this, the rains aside, what is the greatest challenge facing the city in, in next year's capital budget? Not spending too much money. And not only the rising debt service, but then the consequence to the operating budget. Are there current stormwater projects that are in the works? Well, the, the ones that I just outlined that are on pages 144 through 146 of, of the budget gives you that synopsis. Again, you know, this is areas, for example, McKenna Boulevard, that we knew we had problems and we were already working on redesign and, and this project, which has a, uh, uh, a total cost over five years of, of looks to me like uh, close to six, five, five to six million dollars. The, the biggest expenditure coming in 2020 of 2.2 million. But there'll be uh, 900,000 for the project next year. Is there anything in this budget that your heart said will not negotiate with the council on? I haven't thought about anything in those terms. Um, I spent the better part of the last eight years working on the public market, which I think from an economic standpoint, from a health standpoint, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, uh, particularly for families, um, who, who uh, don't have college degrees and, and, and looking for an opportunity to uh, make a living, that, that to me is, is, is real, real important. Uh, now one of my, my frustrations for these seven, eight years has been working so hard and so diligently to get the capital budget and the debt service under control. And then every time I, I, I make efforts in those areas with recommendations, uh, the city council finds more ways of spending the money, and I can't seem to get what I consider to be the one most important project uh, moving forward without receiving a great deal of resistance and, and objection. So with a lot of this budget, you're not going to be in office to see it implemented? Implements it. Do you think the city council is going to use that as leverage? Um, I, have, I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I cannot predict how the city council thinks. I can only look back on the last eight years and the fact that uh, we've got debt service, you know, starting in the two years prior to my returning to office, uh, totally ignoring the 12.5% uh, goal in terms of debt service as a portion of the operating budget and uh, uh, I mean I just I don't, I don't know what all that thinking is especially in light of the fact that uh, it just compounds some operating budget problems which are immense.
mentioned the lake levels, but you said that there's nothing that the capital budget can really do to help solve that. Lake levels are controlled by the county and the DNR. They are the ones who make the determination as to how high uh, Lake Mendota is maintained, and the county is responsible for what limited capacity there is to control the flow of water out of the southern end of Lake Monona. Okay. Thanks.